Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways, you know. Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and with the, in the studio today, we have Randy Womack. Yay! It's just the two of us, so... We can make it if we try. Yeah, so it's been a while since it's just been the two of us, I think. It's been a hot yeah, minute. Been, we have done it. We I think we've done an episode before. I know we did one with just me and Deuce when you had uh, right. pneumonia. Have we done one with just the two of us? I don't know if we have. If we have... Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> Tell us what episode it is. I don't remember. It's been a hot We've minute. We've been doing this a long time, yep. sir. Yeah, we have. And of course, time. even if it's just the two of us, every we single... We still have to, we have to honor The do salute. Um, here we go. <laughs> Ooh, had a little crisp and a little crunch. Nutty um, light. Er, nutty, nutty ice. ice. Nutty um, ice. And that was a pro tip from Dude. is always drink it cold when it gets warm. It it tastes like foot water. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Deuce always says. Dude, uh, you can have your natty, natty ice. I will stick with my sweet tea. Sweet tea. That I made my goddamn self. You did. You, you did a very good job. Usually yeah. the kids help you out on it. But they did. They don't. They like to assist. They like to pour the sugar yeah. into And then Elena likes to put her container. fingers in the sugar. Yeah, and then <laughs> they like to. I'm like, come on, y'all. Come on. Huh. Anyway. Anyways, this is episode. So what's up? This is episode three hundred thirty-nine, Brandy. Three thirty-nine. It's crazy. Uh, we've been doing this almost four years now. It's kind of crazy <sighs> to think uh, how long we've been doing this, and we've been having fun. We want to thank everyone um, that listened to our Jamaica episode, Deuce and Jamaica episode. I know. That was uh, crazy. We talked a lot about. <laughs> we talked a lot about pubic hair in that episode. <laughs> what, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? I don't know. Think. It's like whenever the five of us all get in a room together, <laughs> it it goes off the rails. It does. So people want to act like I'm the instigator of shit going off the happens. rails. It just happens. Man, I'm along for the ride. Yeah, true. I, I read the room, and, I, and it's just like, all right, if it's if it's an off the rails night, then I'm gonna help it get there. But <laughs> so, are we ever gonna go with to Jamaica? Oh my god, dude. that's gonna be insane. Just think about the stories, because he goes every two years. So yeah, maybe 2020 when he goes again. Who the hell knows what 2020 is going to? Who knows? Going to bring us? I don't know. We're still doing this. So we're still talking yeah. about random stuff. Well, no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just like you know, maybe in two years, because uh, I don't think I'd want to bring the kids. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would, so. it's hard to get. L- let's just put it this way: we've had an experience where. One of us was in in uh, inhibited by alcohol, inebriated, and there you go. So, and one of the kids got sick, and the person that is inebriated does not <laughs> do very well. <laughs> that was when we had a uh, 
what's uh John and Lonnie. Yep. We're Our over here. We were having like a game night. Yeah. And we were here at home. Right. We, we weren't were driving anywhere. We we're at our own house. In my own goddamn house, and then Elena threw up. Oh, she got super sick. everywhere. But the thing was, is you and I were both drunk. We both were drinking. Because yep. we were in our own house. Right. We, were, we didn't have to drive anywhere. And, like, the kids were in bed already. They were already asleep, yeah. But then, all of a sudden, I hear her crying, and she threw up all over herself in her bed. And I'm like, I And then we get her out of the bed. Function. And then we get her out of the bed, and she throws up on her, um, her, uh, with that little place to put your feet on. The little, uh. When you're sitting in a rocking chair, that little foot oh, the thing. the 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 foot no the ottoman the, the footrest uh, the footrest thing. She threw up all over that, and yeah. I'm in there trying to help clean, but I'm like, uh. I'm just but yeah. like I don't have I I don't possess hand eye coordination. I'm that drunk at this point. Well, also pro tip <laughs> if you're a parent out there, because we know we have parents that listen. Uh, John and Lonnie have a few of the kids of their own, um, mm-hmm. so. Not really a good idea if you're going to have, like, a party where you're drinking and your kids are home. It can happen, but sometimes ki- things happen when you have kids. You never know what's going to happen. The uh, Well, I mean, she was fine. She just had, yeah, like, a 24-hour okay. bug yeah. thing. It but was it was just, just wild for us. It was just, it's Super just wild. like, you know, it's not like I was, like, fall down drunk no. or anything like that. Neither well, I was, I was more than you were, though. Yeah, you were more than I was. Yeah. You know, but I've always... I've only been like fall down drunk, like maybe two or three times in my entire life. Yep. I just don't go that far. It's yeah. not. You well, know. but also to, to give me some credit, I usually do it with your drinking with me. I usually do a pretty good job of being able to know when to cut you off. It, and usually yeah. when we're both in a situation, we don't. Okay, here's the other question: How often do we really drink together? We don't actually we don't. do that. We're pretty responsible. That's why we were drinking because we were home in our house, right? You know, and you know, we just because you can usually tell we're when we're having a game night and just yeah. drinking. Well, I had wine, I think. Oh, yeah, wine. And, well, I can handle. You can my handle wine. your wine, but we know you in the can. story, I can't. I know you can't. <laughs> But like I think I was drinking wine and uh, and you were having beer or something, something like that and and you know but yeah it just it, it was just one of those things it just just out of nowhere she just had like some food that didn't agree with her it was just like a little like a twenty four hour bug thing but it was just like the worst timing in the world yeah it was just kind of bad luck on our parts because we never get to drink together but yeah like I said it, it like. I mean, uh, nothing sobers you up quicker than your child puking oh, everywhere. Truth. So you know, truth. I think seeing know. puke would make anybody alert become you alert. Just, but you know, you just you just just power through it, and you know, drink a bunch of water, and I mean, she was fine. Yeah, <laughs> it it was just it just you know obviously killed every bit of buzz that I had going at oh, that yeah. point. Yeah, because you know, you're you're focusing your attention on your kids and whatnot. So yeah. Fun times. Yes. Fun times. Thanks for bringing up that memory. I'm so yep. glad. <laughs> Should we talk about all the other times the kids have puked? No. 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 Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so thank you folks for uh, checking out the Happy Hour Johnny Deuce. And we did have a panel at Tampa Comic Con. And that was fun. Thanks for our good friends. Uh, name uh, a few out there. Josh Bauer from JB Designs. Dirk um, Scholler. Dirk Scholler. Christian Basil of uh, the Traveling Tardis. Uh, thank you guys. Yes. You guys are uh, been a big fans, friends of ours for a while now, and it's cool to see the support 
obviously go check out those cool cats as well on their um, social media of choice. Social medias, Patreon. So that was really cool to have them. I was kind of surprised. We didn't know they were coming. So um, it was neat to see them and their support. So we had a good time. We are due to have Dirk back in the studio and Josh Bauer as well. We're due for both of them to make another visit. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool to see, you know, because of the podcast, I mean, and Deuce and I always say, no matter what happens with this show, the fact that we've made these awesome friendships was, that's a bonus. Like, oh, it's yeah. just like, hey, you know, you've met all these cool people, David Berger and all these awesome people who, uh, you know, were became guests on our yeah, show. No, they're, they're people, they're part of our lives. And yeah. Our lives are enriched and, mm-hmm. and made, uh, fuller because they're they're a part of it so yeah it was cool to see some of our artist friends too um barrett biggers uh was there yep, as well yep, yep. josh had his uh, booth up as well jb yeah. designs uh our comic book writer friend john crowther um and mm-hmm. he was there and uh so it was just really cool to see all of our friends there at the conventions because that's that's one of the things is like when you go to a convention nowadays for us it's like wait we could go see our friends we hang out with our friends yeah yeah that's that's something that I've all that I've really really enjoyed about uh, con season for the last several years is it's always fun to go to the cons and have that atmosphere uh, see people that you know. Uh, see merchandise that you don't see every day. You know, you can really, there's some of these things that are, you know, con exclusive and that kind of thing. But then, it, and, um, but yeah, it, it's cool to be able to go and like actually see friends and chat with them, you know, cause sometimes, I mean, people live far away from each other. Lives get busy. You know, it's not always easy to arrange hangouts and get together. So it's nice to be able to see people that maybe we wouldn't otherwise see it unless we were at a convention type setting. And shout out to our good friend uh, Christina who uh, helps us uh, take care of our kids while My we... My sister from another yeah. mister. So uh, she's been awesome helping us support on her in her own way um, to be able to... Uh, oh yeah, we wouldn't be able to do... Oh yeah, we wouldn't be able to do half of what we do without her. Yeah, so. I mean, yes, I watch, I watch the kids when we're doing just regular recordings here at the house, you know, um, uh, I, I keep an eye on the kids and do do the stuff in the background and stuff like that. But as far as like any kind of event that we um, that we're all going to, um, yeah, I- if uh, if if we want both of the Walmats to be part of that event, then you know we need to have a, a someone to that we trust and we know and we love to mm-hmm. be able to watch our kids. Absolutely. And a lot of times that's Christina. Mm-hmm. So. So I big lo- thing. I love you. We Tina. love you, Christina. Um, this I was just thinking now. This is like the fifth episode in a row you've been on. That's like got to be a record. I know. That's kind of nuts. Are, people are getting spoiled. I'm yeah, they're like, y- yeah. I'm, ha- I'm gonna have to go radio silent. Y- for like you need three to do. Th- you need now. to be the. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be the Brock Lesnar uh, of of the podcast. You need to only show up every two months, two or three months. So it's dude. like, what? Dick tattoo. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Penis tattoo. I have, but way you know more what I class. mean. You yes, know what I mean. I he he kind of teases him a little bit. I know. I, I used know. to do that with Hulk Hogan back in WCW. They'd only show him every like once every couple of months just to be like, oh, he's still here, and Ooh, you know it's a big uh, spectacle. So you're the you're the big spectacle. Of the I'm podcast. way cooler than Brock Lesnar. You are way cooler. I'm like the Rock, man. You are. Oh <laughs> shit, she's breaking it down. <laughs> shit. Yeah, and I've I've seen her people's elbow. It's it's legit. <laughs> 
Oh God, I love you. <laughs> I love wrestling. I love, and but one another thing that we love is video games. Yes, we've uh, haven't had. It's actually been a hot minute since we've talked about video games. You, a lot of it's been wrestling and and, and then kind of doing our hashtag IRL in real life stuff. We've been talking a lot about <laughs> yeah. our our in real life stuff yeah, lately. The day to days. Yeah, you know things going on in our lives Ins and in the outs. Exactly. Of the old daily grind. So, Brandy, what do you what have you been playing since January hardcore? Oh my god, dude. I am on the Fortnite train. So let's preface that, though, because when most people think of Fortnite... They think of the BR, Battle Royale, mode, which is free. Which, smart move on Epic Games' part, because that definitely is like, oh, a free game? Of fucking course. And then, of course, people it. are going to buy V-Bucks. Right. Uh, well, and that's how they generate the, the revenue. The game itself is free, but to get all these skin packs and, and, and different things, uh, you can spend actual real-world money on it to, uh, for the V-Bucks, which is the in-game currency, and, uh, and you can buy all this extra thing. But, you do not have to spend real-world dollars to get V-Bucks. There are, you can also earn the V-Bucks in the game by completing different missions and, and things like that. So it's it's not strictly necessary to spend money on it. But th Fortnite has two, two uh, types, uh, two versions of the game. There's the one that is free to play for everybody, which is called Battle Royale. And that is a player versus player style game. Uh, they have, uh, it's a hundred players in a match. And those hundred players can be every man for himself. You can do teams of two, teams of four. Um, and it's basically a king of the hill type game. You know, last man standing wins. I think at or one last, point they did 20 team. versus 20. They yeah, do like 20 special events. 20 v 20. They yeah, do a special they, mode. They've done other ones. But the main ones that you see is, you know, is, you know, Quad or duo. Quads and duos. And solos. Or, or singles. Yeah. Uh, singles. But, so yeah, there's that one, which, you know, if that's if that's your jam, that's your jam, fine, go for it. I get it. It's a free game, you know. Not my style of game. Uh, not, not, uh, not my idea of a good time. So I play the other version of the game, which is known as Save the World. Big kudos to our friends Chris and Amber who got us copies yes, of yes. Fortnite. They are the ones who uh, got got that. Kind of, you got the the roll ball rolling on that because <laughs> they showed you a little trailer and you were like, "Ooh, I can build!" And that was like your <laughs> yeah, your light like, bulb went I want off. To build. Um. So, uh, yeah. So in that one, uh, you play. Uh, you're trying to save the world from these zombie-like creatures known as husks in this game. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're rescuing survivors and building uh, survivor shelters and forts to try to fend them off. And uh, you level up throughout. There's different zones. There's, there's You start off in Stonewood, then you move on to another zone called Plankerton once you complete all of those missions. Then you move on to Candy Valley. Once you complete all of Candy Valley, then you move on to Twine Peaks. And Twine Peaks is where they uh, is the end of it for the time being. I do believe they will be coming out with another zone somewhere down the line because uh, the game's been out for long enough now that people are finally starting to reach the end of Twine Peaks. And so you know, it's great that uh, the the player versus player is generating revenue from these people. You know, buying that. But, you know, for players like myself, I don't like the PvP. Uh, it's, not, it's not the type of game I enjoy. I like the save the world mode. 
and you know eventually i'm going to get all the way through twine peaks and it's like okay well what motivation do i have to play your game now and mm -hmm. you know if epic wants to keep their audience they need to keep putting out content uh for that audience to go and spend their time with so uh, i think one thing i i like about the epic games because they started out they were a small studio um you know they they got the i guess they were influenced by a, a few other games um that had a similar premise um pubg was another game that had the uh, battle royale they're not the first game to do it uh, there's been other games i've done it before but yeah. i think the biggest thing that separates pubg and fortnite is the fact that Besides the art style, I think if you were to look at Fortnite, it's very colorful and campy, and it is so colorful. Yeah, so it's it's, it's so more bright. it's it's more like a Tim Burton style if you were to compare it, and as opposed to going to yeah. re in real life, PUBG is yeah. more military shooter kind of base. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, Fortnite is a game that, um, like when when the enemies die, when the husks die, there's no go bl blood or gore or anything. They just um, uh, vaporize essentially, and you, you know, can do the disappear. building in, which is the, I think one of the biggest things is building. Is yeah. you can build stuff. Yeah, well, and it does require you know planning and a bit of a strategic mind to you know figure out what kind of structures suit suit you best based on the terrain, um, how tough your enemies are, that kind of thing. Um, and you know, there's people you know, um, there's different. Uh, 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 structures that you're defend that you or different objectives that you're trying to defend. You know, sometimes you're uh, trying to defend uh, a, a Lars's van, for example. Well, the the shape of that base, you know, is is different compared to like if you're defending uh, an Atlas um, uh, shape or a survivor shelter shape. You know, it, you can do these different shapes based on what you're defending. For save the world. For yeah. save the world, yeah, yeah. For save the world, yeah. Uh, my in my experience, I've only played one match. Of we actually did really good yeah. as a you team. I, we did a team. Yeah, we we did, got second we place. We did a duo and we got second place, which I, I, I swear that was a fluke. That'll never happen again. It was insane. But that's the only time I've ever played uh, the, the PvP version. So when I talk about the game uh, from my own personal experiences, I'm going to be talking about the Save the World because version. Because Fortnite is... I mean, they originally made the Save the World first. Uh, Battle Royale was an uh, addendum to the game. Right. So Fortnite Save the World was what they first started off with. Because I guess it's been in beta for forever. It, well, it's but not anymore. It's not. It's officially out it's now. Officially. Yeah. Um, but what I'm going to say about what Fortnite Epic Games, what they've done is they've done a good job of, of adding things to the game. Both the Battle Royale and the Save the World. I would like to see them do a little bit more with the Save the World than what they do with the Battle Royale. I mean, the thing is, is the Battle Royale, uh, or the, the Save the World, rather, um, those people actually paid money for your game right. to play it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Even what does it cost? Like twenty bucks? The starter pack, the, the 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 well, you can buy these different size packages, um, uh, or whatever. But the just the standard one is 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 twenty bucks, um, and then you can get like you know the next step up, which is like fifty bucks, and like the super mega deluxe is like ninety nine dollars. And that gives you like, like a free game to give to your friend or something. Yeah, like that. you get a code to uh, uh to give a copy of the game to a friend, and then uh, you get an exclusive gun, which is called a Nocturno. Right. Um, 
Which, uh, pro tip from me to you, uh, you do not need to, if you don't have $99 to spend on the game, which, yeah, great if you do, but if you have different other obligations and you don't want to spend $99 just to get a gun, uh, there's another gun in the game, it's called a Siege Breaker, and it is essentially the same thing as a Nocturno, yeah, just it's with legit. a different skin. Yeah. And that is what, that is my main gun yeah. that I use, is a Siege Breaker. <laughs> One of the coolest, I think, things they added to save the world was the recombobulator tool. That, that was, was kind of that was cool. That was like, like a maybe a couple months could, ago. You could re-roll the perks on your weapon, and you can uh, upgrade those perks as well. So and then uh, they you have can increase stability. You can increase, you know, magazine size. You can a la carte, uh, essentially, what kind of perks you want to have on your weapons. Um, so I I I thought that was rather clever of them. Yeah, that was that was at least a month ago. Yeah. Now. So it's so they're still updating Save the World. I, for a while there, we didn't know if Save the World was going to get the axe because they've been putting so much time and effort into the battle royale. I mm -hmm. mean, that, to be honest, the, where they're making their money is battle royale. I they're know that's where they're making their money, but like they've I said, they've made a billion, a billion, one know, billion dollars. I know, <laughs> I know, but that's you know. People paid money to have the save the world. The thing that that my my one complaint about the game is that it never fails that when they add a major update to the player versus player. For for instance, uh, when they came out with the playground option, which was this thing, uh, as I understand it, where um, you could tour the map before, you could explore the map of the arena um, uh, and like practice and stuff like right. that. You, get you and three other buddies can get together. I didn't play it because I don't play that thing. But I believe that's what the, the, anyway, it was called the playground. When that update came out and that was, I want to say, um, about a month ago. Um, the game was absolutely unplayable for me. There was it, it glitched the game so bad it caused it. Ca I I shit you not. The 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 uh, the save the world version and mode of the game. It glitched every fifteen to twenty seconds. Oh wow. I kid you not. You could not play it. You could not play it. I got so it. I, <laughs> I was livid livid and it's like you know i paid money for this game i can't play my game that i paid money for because an update that you put out for your free version yeah um obviously they fixed it as they always do um pro tip check their twitter and, and their yes, tumblr check their twitter and tumblr feeds uh, particularly twitter um and reddit also has a nice oh post oh yeah reddit subreddit's very resourceful on that kind of yeah. stuff but yeah um you know they they fix it and they're trying their best. I mean I don't think Epic was at all prepared for the absolute bull rush that that game got. I mean just people flooded to that game. Servers um, couldn't handle it. Yeah, the, it, which the server issues are much better than they used to be. Because six months ago, um, the servers you know there would they would be down for you know. I remember. A lot of, you know, there there was like a 48-hour period where you couldn't play the game at all. What level are you, by the way, for those at home that... Win? 87. That's a, that's a lot of grinding, <laughs> folks. 87. Level 87, Centurion Wildcat is my main character. That's a jam. That's um. what I, you know what, it, uh, um, and I'm okay with it, I accept it. 
Um, I've uh, almost shot myself in the foot. Here's the thing is I got that Centurion Wildcat from a Reward Llama early on in the game. Um, I When I first played the game, um, I was playing as, uh, obviously the first character that you get is this character called Ramirez. That's what everybody gets. That's what everybody starts off with. Um, and then, um, so, which was a soldier type, um, and then, uh, I got, uh, the Centurion Wildcat, um, early on in the game, only within, I think, the first two or three weeks of playing it, I just randomly got this Wildcat character, who was already legend, uh, um, sorry, epic level, which is the purple color, and I upgraded her to the, the epic color, uh, the legendary color, excuse me, which is, uh, this orangish gold color. Um, anyway, so I've been playing that character almost exclusively since, um, since for six months. And, you know, that's my main character, and she the soldier suits my style. Soldiers have more health, have a bigger health bar to to begin with. Um, when ninjas have the the smallest health out of all classes, and then um, her particular perks, you know, the moves that she has, she has the 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 war cry and um, the 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 shockwave thing that she does and it just it suits my playing style to begin with because I'm the type of gamer that I when it comes to like a shoot 'em up game I get right up right up in the enemy's faces I'm not I'd like to think that I'm the sneaky sniper type and all that stuff but no I'd rather just get right into the fray and and go and you know just murder everything so the that soldier suits me. The point I'm getting at is um I'm awesome as that character. I am fucking terrible as any other character type. I'm <laughs> terrible as a ninja, I'm terrible as an outlander, I'm terrible as a constructor because I've got so much muscle memory ingrained for that character's movesets. I'm even terrible as other soldiers. Not as bad. But I'm still not good, even as other soldiers, as I am with that wildcat character, because she's the main one that I play. So I'll go to hit, like, the, the main move that I utilize for her is the shockwave move, where you ground slam and you kill, like, all enemies within a three-tile radius, or, or injure enemies, depending on, you know, what level of mission you're in. Uh, but anyway, um, I'll go to hit that, but I'll m say I'm playing as a, like an outlander. <laughs> That's the outlander's like dash move. So all of a sudden, oh, I ran off the side of the <laughs> fucking map yeah. and killed myself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm terrible as any other character <laughs> or significantly handicapped anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm so the same way with the ninja. I, once you know how to double jump, uh. it's like. I'm glad you like your ninja. I hate your. I I don't like playing with other people that their main character is a ninja because. Well, uh, let me edit that. Um, playing the regular like missions or whatever with other ninjas is fine. Not really a big deal. However, part of the the objective, uh, part of the game is to defend other player players' uh, storm shields, their base that they built themselves. Yeah. And it never fails that people that main as a ninja, as a ninja, they don't take into account that nobody else can double jump. 
So they build these 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 forts uh, without any way to travel to anywhere else right. unless you can double jump. And it's like, well, I would like to help you, but I'm stuck in this pit that you have no stairs leading <laughs> up out of. Yeah. So now I'm stuck here. And, and yeah, I'm I like, can well, see that. I'm, I'm doing nothing for you except yeah. for my stats boost your stats. So yeah, yeah good for you. Enjoy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, uh, I, gosh. Uh, with all all the stats that I have uh, being at level 87 I'll boost like a level 20 uh player up to up into like the 50s mm-hmm. I, I boost it was 40 like mid 40s I'll boost you know yeah so I'll at least double their their player level for that round so yeah so fortnite you yeah so definitely uh, if you if you're interested in checking it out the save the world mode Buried entry isn't much. Twenty bucks for no, for like bucks. the basic edition. Hit me up. I'll play with you. I'll help yeah. you. I'll help you defend your forts. Um, my my Xbox name. Should I put that? Yeah, out, go ahead. out into the world. My yeah. Xbox name is Blaine. Is me, B L A N E I S. You're getting you get people asking and requesting you every day oh anyway. God, so yeah. Well, he, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Th- they have a global yeah. chat. Yeah, there's a global chat, and I'll put out, a, you know, like I'll go, you know, grind some missions here or there and do that, this, that, and the other. Uh, right now, I, I'm I'm up in Twine Peaks, but uh, I'm choosing not to grind through Twine Peaks like I did at Candy Valley. Um, You're taking be- your time. Yeah, I'm taking my time with it uh, because here's the thing: um, when I got through Candy Valley at that time, they had not yet developed any kind of a storyline. For Candy Valley. So here's the thing. So the first uh, two zones, Stonewood and Plankerton, there's a storyline involved. So, you know, you get the little robot, Ray, and, sh- you know, she'll say, you know, we got to go do this because of this and, you know, go go defend this zone for this reason or go save this many survivors or whatever. And you complete that and then you move on. And each, there's about a dozen and about 12 or 13 sometimes 14 pages of missions and each page has four missions on it so to get through stonewood you got to do about 50 missions give or take and to get to through plankerton you got to do about 50 missions give or take to get through those zones well then you get canny valley and see epic didn't develop a storyline for canny valley they stopped so um when you get to Canny Valley, all of a sudden you have no pages. Now it's just it'll be like do a set of three missions, uh, you know, type, you know, mission type A, B, or C. You know, like defend the van or deliver the bomb or uh, uh, retrieve the data, for example, or you know, any combination of the types of missions that they have, and you're you're just doing that it's just sets of three sets of three sets of three sets of three over and over again and i added all added it all up because uh of course there's um fortnite wikipedia pages and things like that and to get through canny valley it is at least 300 missions and that's if you successfully complete it on your first try like there's certain missions where you've got to uh, like one that one of them that I hated that took me forever is you've got to uh, smash all the anomalies in a 72 zone if memory serves it was 72 well all of a sudden you can't find anomalies in 72 mm-hmm. zones and so you're stuck you know doing 
you've got to smash like three of them, but it takes you like eight missions to get three anomalies because they're not they don't always spawn in yeah. in the map that you're on. Um, for example, so yeah, it's it, it's it's somewhere between three hundred and three hundred and fifty missions ish, somewhere in that neighborhood to get through Canyon Valley, which I did, and I got through it, and that that's cool and all, and yay, bragging rights to me. Uh, but then, uh, two or three weeks ago now, it's been, uh, they came out with the storyline for Candy Valley for the first half. And they've got seven pages so far. Uh, I haven't played, actually, this week. I've been very busy, so, um, I'm... Kids went back to school. Kids went back to school, yeah. and, uh, my boss went on vacation, so I worked something like 50-something hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... I have not had time to play at all in the last week, so I'm eager to go see what's going on in the game. Um, but yeah, a as of the last time that I played it, a week ago, they had still um, only came out with the first half of a storyline for Candy Valley. Which I have then gone back now. I've gone back and I've played through the storyline because I do actually really enjoy... Uh, the storyline aspect of the game with Ray and the robot and all the cute little stuff that she says and it's funny as shit and yeah. I, I think it's brilliant. Um, so now, uh, bearing in mind that they are going back and adding a, a storyline to all of Canny Valley, once they've done the storyline for Canny Valley, of course they're going to be doing a storyline for Twine Peaks. And I don't really feel like doing 300 and something missions to get through Twine Peaks and then have to go replay it again uh, just to get the storyline part. So I'm just kind of taking my time. You, well, they have events too, holiday events and whatnot. Yeah, there's you can holiday do. events and things like that. Yeah, because so when we started, it was they were wrapping up the Christmas one because yeah, he had my, Santa hats. My, and yeah, my focus right now on the game is um, is grinding Survivor XP and Hero XP. I'm really trying to. I've got my, my my main hero, which is my wildcat, and then the support squad that she has. They're all maxed up to to um one thirties. Um which anybody that plays the game will know what that means. Uh which that's that's all fine and good. But uh some of the other heroes that I have that you send out on expeditions, you know, I'm now trying to level them up so I get more better loot from the from the expeditions that I send them out and so on and so forth. And then the reason that I'm level 87 is because I've le I've grinded a ton of survivor XP and that's how you level up um is by leveling up your survivors, you level up yourself. Which is a huge pro tip. Yeah, huge. A lot of people you talk to don't seem to. I wasn't the only one that kind of seemed like that. You didn't realize that's how you do it, even though they tell you. But it's kind of like they don't. I created a goddamn spreadsheet on my cell phone for my survivor squads. Yeah. You don't have to get that that far invested in it if you don't want to. That's me. I I'm fully hooked into it, so I completely invested in it. So. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm just leveling up my survivors and leveling up my heroes. And so definitely give Brandy a uh, uh, if you want to yeah, play with her. Yeah, if you want to play with me, uh, send me send me an invite if you see me on. Um, yeah, I'll help you defend your storm shield base and, mm -hmm. and do that kind of stuff. And if yeah. I've got some some extra materials or whatever, I'm 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 good with that. I'll help people out. 
Yeah, and the one you, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, the loot llamas because it's the whole like, it's it's their loot system to this game, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It's like opening up yeah. something you know it's you don't know present. what's little presents, and they have a little humor and they're little they're funny and they yeah, yeah. they react to whatever you're. Yeah, the kids the kids love to watch me. They're they're little pinata llamas essentially. Yeah, pinata llamas, yeah. Yeah, so um, we're gonna take a small break, yes. and we'll be right back with happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing, they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. And we've got my co-captain today, Brandy Womack. My co-captain in life, if you will. Aww. My partner. Um um, we we're kind of just doing our own thing because the scheduling and all that. It's just the two of us. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it just the two of us. Yeah. So it, it if if we haven't, it's been a long time since we, this has been the two of us. Been a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just do that. Let's do that for the next thirty minutes. Just you'll say a sentence and I'll and I'll yeah. find a song and sing it. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been That's big into Fortnite and all that. Oh, yeah. Completely, 100% invested in that game. I have dedicated a lot hundreds of Hundreds of hours, for sure. I wouldn't say hundreds of hours, but a hundred hours. Maybe a hundred hours, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I don't know about hundreds, plural, but 100, uh, definitely. Mm. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, and we won't go too much into it, but the game I've been playing a lot lately... Um, since the World Cup has been FIFA. FIFA. But I got it, uh, the cool thing is I got it on sale. They were doing on on Xbox. They had like a World Cup sale when the World Cup was still going on. Mm-hmm. The game FIFA 18. You got really into the World Cup this year. Yeah. Like. Um, it kind of changed me. I I, be, I became a full fledged uh, fan of, fan of soccer, English football, if you will. Um, I've been watching the English Premier League. Um, I'll get on my phone because uh, NBC has a contract with the English Premier League. Yeah. So I'm following my ancestral uh, team, uh, Leicester City, uh, which is cool. So, yeah, if any of you um, want to talk football, uh, English football, if you will, uh, non- soccer. Non-American football. Because I know I'm not the only one in our group. Really. I mean, you like it, but the rest yeah, of the I group like isn't really keen on soccer. Americans yeah. in general, let's think about it. We're a young country. We're, we're Think about the rest of the world. Soccer is like uh, the world sport over yeah. every other sport. 
like baseball. Well, and they call it football because you kick a ball with your foot. Which makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Americans, I think Americans coined the phrase soccer. I don't know if I that's don't. true. Uh, you could Whatever. probably Google it. But anyway, so that's been I've been I've that's been my jam. But there's been a game that both of us have been playing that you introduced me to, Toy Blast. <laughs> we won't go in... <laughs> We won't go into a long tirade, um, a oh diatribe about it's about just Toy Blast, but Toy Blast—it's just a little MOBA game, it's but it's it's fun. Yeah, I mean it, it it it's essentially, you know, you you connect colors together, you touch them. Yeah, it's like Candy Crush, but it's very reminiscent of Candy Crush. But instead of having to connect three or match four, or match three or whatever, you you actually can group just by touching. You can. Yeah, you, rather than dragging things, you just tap. Um, so the that's and then, but it's very satisfying to hear the little pop. And when it's you, when you right that that whole tactile like you touch it and then it disappears is is a nice kind of reminds me of like a casino kind of thing where you're like yeah. oh that's a cool visual yeah, visceral response. Uh, but I found out doing some research that per Peak Games, excuse me, Peak Games, who makes Toy Blast, makes Tomb Blast, too. Yes. So it's like they make both games. And I oh think yeah, Tomb Blast, from I downloaded it and checked it out, Tomb Blast is way easier to play. I think if you have kids... Toy Blast. Tomb Blast is oh, easier. Tomb Blast. Toy okay. Blast is more challenging when you have the toys and all that. But Tomb okay. Blast is like much easier. So if you have kids, if you, you want to give them a m- mobile game to play, I think uh, Tomb Blast would be I easier. No, no, I disagree. It depends on the skill level of your children. Because here's the thing is, uh, the thing, the problem, well, I mean, uh, it, it goes both ways. Uh, the thing with uh, Tune Blast, um, you can't go back and replay previous levels. So once you've passed the level, that's it. You don't get to play that again. Right. Um, and there, it does increase in difficulty. It does. So there will become a point where a level is not passable. Um, for for maybe a small child like uh, our our daughter Elena at, f- at five years old, she would not be able to get probably past level fifty. Um, it, it would just become because there are challenges that you have to meet. Um, so uh, with Toy Blast, the other one, the one that you and I are playing, um, no, there she also will not be able to get level past level fifty or whatever right. most likely. But there she can go t- back and start again at the beginning right. and, and play level 1s through 50 again. Right. And More replay value, yeah, I think you get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the you know, so we're we're both playing console games and we're playing mobile games. Mobile games are more the casual style of gaming whenever yeah. you get time. Although you've been really playing a lot of it uh, on your free time. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a it's a um, well, like, uh, our friends, Chris, they call, uh, they call, uh, the Fortnite game, the kill and chill game. Kill and chill. Is, yeah, yeah. It's a very non-stressful game and yeah. you're just, you're chilling and you're killing zombies. Yeah. Uh, as far as Toy Blast goes, uh, it's still, it's not kill and chill, but it's, it's like tap and chill, you know? You're tap, tap, tap and, and fap. Oh, wait, so no, wait. No! <laughs> no! Oh, no! Oh, my God! No! <laughs> Especially with mobile games being yeah, more yeah. accessible. So video games, 
you know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. It's not what it used to be, where it was more of a niche thing. Oh, it's no, it's very mainstream. Mer- very mainstream. And we have companies that write about video games. And I've been following this news story, I'd say, probably <laughs> the I past... I know what you're talking about. Two weeks, I would say. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, I've been a, a reader, um, a frequent of you or a peruser of IGN.com since... Well, because you are a researcher. Um, for anybody who's who uh, has not ever met Johnny um, at, at length, this man, once he's interested in a subject, he wants to know everything yeah. about that subject. So you will go and you will reach... And research and read everything there is to know about it because you want to have a well-informed opinion yeah um which is very respectable and i love that about you and so yeah so you <laughs> you keep yourself abreast of these i mean there's a, uh, there's other you know other popular um video game journalist sites if you will uh yeah but ign is definitely ign's one, one, of one of the biggest GameSpot, kotaku polygon there's a, there's a, there's, a f- there's a few there's a few of them out there but IGN's been the one I've been following since probably like when they were called IGN64.com back when the yeah. Nintendo 64 came out. Like this before we, we you and I were even mm-hmm. in the same state. No, IG, yeah, IGN <laughs> IGN's is been around the a long one time. That I, uh, I go to as well when I when I'm wanting to know information because they have a really games. amazing uh, wiki um, yeah. uh, um, site there where you know they're uh, they have these awesome little. Uh, well, and uh, gameplay walkthroughs. Right, they have a lot uh, of cool content on there. Tutorials and all. Kinds yeah, and they do other things too. They they review movies and do you know other things as well. Media. Oh yeah, there's yeah well. they they put out their own segments and, and things exactly. like that. Exactly, and yeah, they have they, awesome. Uh, they have podcasts and they you know they yeah, pretty much podcasts, hit all the um, uh, you know blogs uh, and all that stuff. Yeah, compilation series, you know, uh, top ten lists. Yeah, all right, they do cool all that stuff. stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, I, the reason I say full disclosure is because I'm going to come off biased because it's impossible not to be biased in this situation. But I'm going to try my best. That's why I have Brandy on board. I wanted to talk about it. I had actually talked to the uh, Dave and Deuce about talking about this. And they were like, hey, you know, do what you want, but let's not make a huge deal about it, you know. Um, so I'm just going to kind of br- briefly, if you've missed this story, if you've been hunting under a rock, um, I'll let you know kind of what's going on. Um, I am friends with Per Schneider, who's the, the essentially the president of uh, IGN. Uh, we're Facebook friends. If you, I put that in quotes. I mean, I talk to him occasionally, wish him happy birthday and stuff like that. Uh, and then Brian Otano, and you know, so so I've, I'm familiar with the, the actual. I have a little more of a relationship with them than just a casual fan. Um, so I, I'm lo- I'm trying to look at it from both sides, but obviously I'm going to be on IGN's corner. Yeah. So what's happening was they have um, with their gaming division, they actually have. PC division, Nintendo division, PlayStation division, Xbox division. Right. And each of these divisions have what they call editors, people that do they, they do articles and everything like that. And yeah. then they have their main editor who edits everything out. Well, on there, they also, of each division, they have their own podcast. So it, Nintendo, yeah. um, specifically, we're talking about Nintendo. Um, Nintendo is obviously doing really well with their Nintendo Switch. Yeah. They've I've sold 20 very, million. Very impressed with th- that. It's a great device. It's a great tech, great thing to show your friends. Really neat. So um, they have a, a Nintendo editor that's pretty much like the main guy who hosts the podcast, and he, he mm-hmm. does reviews and does all that. He, he's, he's the one responsible for the majority of the content. Right. 
And they had a gentleman named um, Jose Otero, uh, who I really liked a lot. Um, he was a former um, One Up, was a website that did reviews as well. He went on to uh, go to Nintendo and work for Nintendo, which is really cool. Hey, mm-hmm. you, you work on your IGN, then you go to Nintendo. What a cool dream job. But not, but anyone who wants to make it in the industry, they're they're always looking at the game the game spots and the Kotaku's and the IGNs of the world. They're like, this is like my dream job. If you want to be a video game journalist, yeah, you want to get there. Anyone would do. They would kill to get to these places. Essentially, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So they had they had found this guy on t on uh, TV. <laughs> That's how funny it is. YouTube is like television, right? It's right, your content. Right. Uh, his name is named Philip Mewson, um, and he was a YouTuber, and he, he was getting a following, and he did a lot of Nintendo stuff, which is what yeah, kind of got their attention. Yeah, he did his own uh, reviews. Essentially, yeah. And then they brought him aboard when Jose left, and I, I'm going to be the first to say I didn't care for the guy, and it w- I just didn't, something the way he, he presented news and the way he interacted with his fellow um, co- uh, podcasters. I felt I just didn't gel well with me, and I and I stopped listening to the podcast. But I knew of him, and I knew the website, so I kept you following. You were aware it. of him, exactly. Yeah. And then there was a now game. Now it turns out. <laughs> yeah. So there was a game that came out. Um, I love the Switch for indie games. I, I think it's a great device. I was playing an indie game the other night on it. So a, d- a small developer um, named Motion Twin. They came out with a game called. Well, they've had a game out for a year uh, in beta on PC. Uh, called Dead Cells. Dead Cells is essentially a roguelike. Um, you're collecting things, dead cells, when you die, and you, you level up, mm-hmm. and so on. You, it's like a Metroidvania, if you use that term. You're going from area to area and open up more of the map. Anyways, lots of replay. Great game. People are reviewing it really well. It's now on PS4, Xbox, and the Switch. So yes. he reviewed it for the Switch. This guy reviewed it. Philip Mewson re- um, researched it for the Switch. And he gave it a high score, um, 9.7 out of 10. A really great game, mm-hmm. um, which m- Metacritic.com is a website that kind of is an aggregate site that takes all the review scores. They were giving it high scores, too, over 90 and all, all right. that stuff. So, so great. Okay. So it ended up, the, the review was out, and, and everyone's like, oh, this is so great. And Motion Twin, the developers were super excited and, you know, to work with IGN, blah, blah, and all this stuff. And then the internet was... Or actually, one gentleman in particular from Boomstick Gaming came out with a video saying, I think IGN stole my video review. What should I do? And he posted a video. Like, he wasn't trying to be mean or callous. He's just like, what should I do? He actually, in the video, which has over a million views now, yeah, um, he has both two windows open. And he's playing a video of his review, and he's playing Philip's review back to back. and. Yeah. It's not it's like verbatim, it's but dang clo- it's nearly verbatim. There's a lot of uh, similar words and maybe switched around a little bit, and it's it's very apparent that he either some rumors that he handed off the review to someone else, and or he just was lazy or had too much to do. It's too mm-hmm. you know that's a high 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 stress job, and he just couldn't get through it because it was very similar to Boomstick Games uh, review, and that blew the internet wide open. For the last for the na- last week and a half, I've been researching Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook, and I mean everyone's talking about this. This is a huge yeah, news, yeah, and people are putting out videos about it as well. Yeah. So we thought we'd talk about B- it for a minute. Big thing in the gaming world for sure. But usually, what happens with plagiarism? Because um, plagiarism, because Brandon, you love reading. You've yes. been a, you're a passionate reader. You love yes. to read things. 
So I thought I'd have you on and describe what what is plagiarism in your eyes. Well, it's uh, it's when you take someone else's idea and present it as your own, essentially. I couldn't say it better myself. He was essentially doing that, and yeah, you pass it off as your own rather than doing the work yourself. You you uh, you claim someone else's work and put your name on it. And a lot of people were saying, "Well, IGN should pay this guy because essentially it's his review that's on your website, essentially." And even uh, Boomstick mm-hmm. Gaming was like, he just went on Twitter. He goes, "Hey, I don't I'm not having any heat with you guys, but I'd love to have some citation on your website saying that he pulled this from my website, yeah, which I don't exactly. think is too much to ask. Yeah. I mean." I mean, it's it's his intellectual property. Exactly. Uh, very, very obviously his intellectual property. And, uh, yeah, if they're going to use his intellectual property on a game that, uh, on a website that they generate revenue from, then, yes, he needs to be credited for that, um, both in uh, recognition and I think, uh, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask you know, for a monetary recognition right. for it as well, um, at least for the article, so to speak. Uh, well, the thing is, he stole, quote unquote, plagiarized, stole it, whatever. He he took the the guy's intellectual property, his IP, uh, on the review, and I feel like, especially in this industry where you're you have so many different review sites doing putting up games, mm-hmm. there is a possibility that verb there, buzzwords come look, out it, yeah, yeah that, it's a that possibility have, to repeat you know phrases a, a general idea uh to have similar opinions if a, if a game is a great game it's a great game if it's a shitty game it's a shitty game and you know there's you know following that consensus you know there's there's you know uh y- there's going to be some some similarities but this was beyond Two people both liking the game and putting out a positive review. This was nearly a word-for-word review. And this this is beyond two people liking the same game. Right. This is one person stealing someone else's review and putting his name on it. And, and, you know, just changing things here and there. Yeah, shifting stuff. Like copying from someone else, but, you know... And the joke was... Basically, it's what you did when you had to do a research paper in high school. And uh, you... If... uh, um, For for people who... uh, And didn't want to put in all the work of the research paper, you know, you copy-paste from an internet source like Wikipedia, and then you, you know, you change... Change a word here, you know. Y- use a synonym, synonym there, and right. So what uh, IGN and then slap your name on it and call it your own, <laughs> right? And IGN, they immediately when they caught wind of it, they pulled the review down, and they said we're going to research this, see what's going on. We take plagiarism very seriously, and all this. And then it was not maybe a day later or two days later they ended up saying we have parted ways with the editor who wrote the, the review. So Philip is gone. They they fired him. Yeah. Which I think was a good idea. I, I, sure I was biased. I didn't like the guy, but I think if you go to that extreme, anyone would kill to be in his position to be the editor mm-hmm. of NB, uh, Nintendo Voice Chat. Right. You know, for Nintendo Division well, of IGN. Well, and to add more fuel to the fi- fire, it's now come out a case of nearly a dozen other incidences that people have also found of him plagiarizing other people's work so this was not a one-time incident right 
that happened. This is something that this person is doing very regularly. You know, he's done it, like, like I said, so far we found nearly a dozen cases of it so far. And more and more could potentially show up. I don't know. We'll see what the future brings. But as as of right now, there's been about a dozen other instances right. of this of this person doing this. And at that point, there's no there's no uh, there's no redemption. You know. For well, him. there so could have been, know. but at this point, there isn't because I think because I think what really. Um, um, upset people more, um, even more than the plagiarism, <laughs> was his fake phony apology oh, video yeah, that he did. Non-apology. His non-apology video, and it it was very over dramatic, you know, sighing and walking away from the camera while it was still on at the end of it, and all very unsincere, uh, insincere. Um, and it just people were like, "Well, this guy's a phony. He's a fake. You know, he maybe yeah. he's faked his way to IGN, which." Yeah. And people are like, well, how come they never caught it before? Because he wasn't taking articles from big publishers and big yeah. writers. He was getting the, the small guys and gals on YouTube that had like 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. And people were, you, you're not going to The gonna unknowns. Res- the unknowns, essentially. Yeah. And I think the best thing that came out of this was everyone's support for Boomstick Gaming. Because now he has over 60,000 sub- more or even more at the time of this taping. Yeah, who knows? Um, he, his, he's doing yeah, well. He's, he's, so at least there's that. But that's not, I mean, I'm sure that's great for him, but, um, and it's great that people are, are looking at him, but I just, um, that's not the way that anybody ever wants to get famous, is by having your stuff ripped off, and, right. you know, I mean, he's lucky that it worked out for him, but if, if, uh, if he had never spoken up about it, or, or, you know, whatever, then, you know, and how and now we've like I said, there's been nearly a dozen. Well, I recently, just like two days ago, showed you a video. He was doing a um, I don't know if it was an, a Fire Emblem Heroes preview or review. Right, right, right. I showed you the video of uh, someone. It was it was essentially disgusting. word by word, like verbatim. It was disgusting. Yeah. So he and so like you said, usually plagiarizer is not the first offense, and he thought he could get away with it, and the internet. And the worst thing though was he <laughs> called people out. He called Jason Schreier. I love this part. I love this part of this incident. So he called. I dare you to find. Yeah, he's like any I. Any other. Yeah, time. he told Jason Schreier, who was a, a very well-respected video game journalist, um, that from Kotaku, and he's like, "Hey, I I dare you to find anything else. Yeah, you know, it's all my original work." <laughs> And <laughs> him and the internet, they've they found it. They found tons of stuff. Like we said, twelve or more, maybe more by the time of this taping. But people were just like, I can't believe it. And the, and he even the 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 crux the crux crux of this whole thing was he actually stole material from someone from IGN for his Octopath Traveler preview. Someone from IGN, his own company, mm-hmm. he stole stuff from him. I'm just like, how ballsy can you be? Like I. I don't know. I I feel like he 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 was able to snake oil and and like schmooze and and you know he has a lot of charisma so that he wooed people. Yeah. He had a he had good you know good technology on his YouTube I and mean, he had a good high quality presentation. He's good at yeah. video editing, so he looked good on the f- surface. He he snuck his way into IGN. Yeah. IGN and he was very charmer, very nice, very charismatic. But, people were loving but him. But the content that people liked him for producing right. is not his own content. Yep. Um, at least you know these dozen or so cases that we found. 
which you know it really it's completely uh taken away all credibility that the guy has anything else that he ever does from go from now on from this day forward that he tries to say oh yeah it was completely 100 percent my idea no one is going to believe him. I think what he should have done, and the only way you said that people aren't going to have have credibility, no redemption. I think if what could have helped him, if he put out, if he did put out a legit video before all this other stuff, just saying, "Hey, I fucked up. I, I, just I, I was it. I own it. Yeah, just I was like, I, I messed up. It. Be a fucking adult and own. Your I was, mistake. I had a deadline, and I, it was a lot of work, and I ended up. You know, finding this review, and I, I plagiarized and it. And I ended up borrowing from this other person. I, I, I should, know I should have credited them, yeah. but I didn't, and uh, and that's my fault and my bad. And I apologize to the original creditor. And you know what? People probably would have gotten over it. But right. when you sit there and you act like uh, on your fucking high horse and and sighing through the video and being all dramatic and l- what he did, this very insincere, not remotely meaningful apology in any way shape or form uh, and then uh, furthermore to tack on in that a, a video i dare you to find anything else right that was like that's that's some bullshit you dare the internet they're going to find it somewhere somehow once it's on the internet it's there forever yep people can find it yep and so yeah uh Stupid move. Stupid of him to plagiarize in the first right. place, but really, really stupid to challenge an, an internet army to go find more examples because oh, the they worst. fucking will and they fucking have. And he, and he said that uh, on his, uh, I, I guess he changed his um, status on Twitter uh, as I make YouTube videos. Well, what's going to happen when he posts his first real YouTube video? The comments gonna be flooded with just nonsense, you know, like, "Hey, oh, how much is this is real?" I bet this blah blah. He's yeah. he's he's pretty much uh, buried, you know, got the shovel himself and buried himself. Yeah, yeah, he so, dug his own hole. And I I think one reason one main main reason we bring this up is the fact that like with our show, sure we research stuff and we try to get as much information as possible, but when you're doing a review especially a movie or a television or a video game review, you don't want to do that because you are going to take, you're going to get biased. You're going to get persuaded. You know, if you're going to actually review, you need to cut yourself off. So you're not influenced by other people. Yeah. You need to be able to go, Hey, this is how, this is what I thought of this. And that's what a review is. It's your opinion, but it's your opinion, not, Oh, well, four other friends said, Hey, this is probably what the game's about. And he, and he even said in his review, this, I'm doing what other reviewers do. I take No, other reviewers don't do this. They, they review it. They close themselves off. They do, they do the review, and then they put it out for the world. And if it happens mm-hmm. aligned with other people, that's fine. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. But that's what you should be doing. And we come as, as um, viewers and as readers, we, as media, consumers of media, we want to be able to go to you as a source of, hey, this is what I thought. Yeah. You know, we don't want yours to be like, well, Everyone else is giving it a ninety whatever percent. I'm going to give it a ninety, so I don't look bad. No, yeah, you give yeah. us whatever review you want. You know, yeah. don't 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 be influenced. That was bullshit when he said that. Like he goes and finds out every resource possible before he reviews a game. That's not yeah. what you're supposed to do. In movies too. So I don't. Yeah, for me, you know, the the reviews of anything, not just games, just right. any product right. out there anywhere. 
the reviews that I find most helpful are the review like uh, if there's a uh, reviewer of a product or company that I'm like okay this person is really similar to me they've got a really similar personality they've had similar life experiences so I trust their opinion more than someone else who you know is has a different uh, set of morals or whatever or different background uh, like you know it, so yeah I, I want to stick with uh, you know the person who's similar to me I want to stick to their reviews because they're probably gonna align with my right. opinions much more than someone who's completely opposite ideas as as I am mm -hmm. and I think that's what's fun about getting into whatever you're a fan of a hobby of or whatever you do end up aligning yourself finding reviewers people yeah. that you kind of relate to and I think that's exactly what people were doing IGN is a very trusted source it's it's been a source been around for a long time and people go to IGN because they want, they trust yeah. that this is their opinion, and they want to know what wh how this game or movie or television show is. Yeah, there are certain reviewers that I value their opinion over because in watching their, uh, reading their reviews and and and. Uh, well, and for example, uh, makeup. You like makeup. You like to watch the makeup um, tutorials yeah, yeah, yeah. and reviews and stuff. Well, but I mean, the thing is, is um, I'm in my thirties now, and so um. I find I, I, I it's still interesting to see what these young, you know, twenty somethings are doing with their makeup and stuff like that. But as far as like actual advice and tips and tricks, I actually can't go to them because they're in their twenties. They have no wrinkles. Right. They have very few of them have dark circles. Uh, but uh, the wrinkles in particular is is like you know. I, there's this tech makeup technique called uh, baking for under your eyes. You can't do that when you're in your 30s and you have wrinkles. It makes your wrinkles look worse. And so I actually, as far as like makeup advice and tips and tricks and things like that for 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 that kind of thing, I actually have to find uh, makeup reviewers who are a little bit older. You know, because yeah. Uh, it, it's useless to me. So yeah, that I'm going to trust the opinion of someone who uh, is in my age group, and because those are the products that I need. So and, and those are the techniques that I need to be using. You know, mm -hmm. when you get older. Yeah, <laughs> but you found that you could trust someone that aligns, like you said, within something you like. So everyone has their own people they go yeah, to, yeah. their sources, they trust. People went well, to and well, and, and well, I mean. To, to not go uh, just specifically for gaming, there are certain game reviewers that I'm like, well, their playing style is very similar to my playing style. They would play, so I will most likely play these games uh, the same way that they're playing those games. So if they really like this game, there's a really good chance that I'm going to like this game. If they hate this game, pretty good chance that I hate that I'm not going to like this game either so you know it's just and that's valuable because I don't want to money is is tight with us right. and uh, uh, we ha live on a tight budget and mm -hmm. I don't need to be wasting my money mm -hmm. on something that I'm not going to use or something that I'm not going to enjoy something that's not useful to me you know I my I value my money I spend it very carefully so I don't want to you know, end up purchasing a game or a product 
or whatever that I end up, you know, will end up you regretting. Get buyer's remorse or whatever. Yeah, yeah I I hate buyer's remorse. So, buyer. so I would rather just uh uh go to reviewers who, you know, I feel like they've got a similar opinion of me and then, you know, kind of use that as a baseline for my purchasing choices. One thing I find kind of ironic is in Philip's unapology video, he he says he si- he he does say sorry to Motion Twin, the developers of Dead Cells for getting them all wrapped up in this. If I were Motion Twin, I'd be I'd be jumping and extremely happy cuz your name, your game has been mentioned by millions of people in oh, this last yeah. week. People are downloading that game because of it cuz Yeah, they're curious. They're because, curious. You know. So they're making bank and I'm I'm proud of th- I'm happy for them cuz I mean well, they I mean, deserve should, Well, yeah, but it's it's there's that old that adage that, you know, any attention's better than no attention, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, bad press is still press. Mm-hmm. So to speak, um because no one's really saying the game. Which no one's saying the game is bad. Everyone's yeah. saying how great the game is. But it's it's tied up in this uh, still a overall generally negative incident that has occurred. You right. Know, plagiarism is bad, people. Right. So if you not if you've not understood what we've been saying in the last half hour, plagiarism is bad. It's a no no. It is the number one rule. It's not cool. It's the number one rule in making content. Do not plagiarize. Yeah. If you're writing a book, if you're making a song, well, it doesn't matter what you're doing. The thing is, well, yeah, it's it's fine to use other people's materials. You can be influenced. Just cite it. Right, right. You can you can say you can you can quote something all you want as long as you cite your source mm-hmm. and give credit to the person who actually came out with that idea. Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's fine to to quote other people. Yeah. Just make sure you're giving them, making sure people know that you're quoting them. Right. Don't pass it off as your own ideas or your own joke or your own review or whatever the case may be. You know, make sure you say, well, so-and-so said blah, 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 and I agree with them or I disagree with them, whatever yeah. your opinion is. Just, just give credit to the you know respect the ip man <laughs> i think at the end of the day ign did the best thing they could do they 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 parted ways with philip they wanted to they they actually took out they actually over the last week they've taken down every single one of his con- contributions and they're reviewing mm-hmm. everything to see Make if sure that it n- n- nothing else has been plagiarized uh, thus far. Exactly, yeah. and they even got someone else to review Dead Cells for IGN, and they gave it a nine point four or nine point three or something like that. High review. Yeah. High so review. that's really cool. The IGN was able to to to, to see that the error of this happened, and, and it yeah. wasn't their fault necessarily, but he was employed by them. Yeah. The fact that they were able to take something and you know fix the problem so to speak and uh well, and shine shine some light shine some light on uh how bad plagiarism is and why you shouldn't do it and this should be a perfect example for any of you that are doing a podcast or making music or writing a book or whatever you're doing making reviews don't plagiarize yeah if you get influence from something and you like it so much that you want to include it cite it and tell people yeah. where to find it it's perfect it's fine it is perfectly fine to to uh, repeat information that you found from somewhere, just mm-hmm. make sure that you give credit to wherever you found that information. You and, know, and I definitely su- suggest go to IGN.com for all of your video game reviews and 
movies and television. They do a great job. They have a great division They're a very there. Good source. Go check out Boomstick Gaming. I think he's uh, really coming a long way since this whole incident. And I think he, you know, people were all said and done. I think people were realizing he actually has really good content. So I d- mm-hmm. I've subscribed. So you definitely go check out Boomstick Gaming as well. Yeah. And then also, um, people can find Brandy um, for Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Fortnite earlier. That's, that's the uh, that's the main game. Uh, so yeah, that's that's one other thing is uh, there's there's different types of gamers out there mm-hmm. in the world. There's gamers like you who uh, you'll dedicate you'll kind of split your attention between three three games at a time. Like you're you're playing FIFA, but you're also playing. Um, no Man's Sky right now, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you occasionally play Fortnite, and you know. And, and now I'm playing. Um, I'm playing um, um, Steam World Dig Two on the Switch, which right. I'm really liking. Right, right, right. So you kind of s- switch between you know these different things. But I am focused be- when I, when I see. I used to be able to play like seven or eight games at one time, but now it's like the whole meme from the internet where you have Gandalf. And he and he's like, I have no memory of this place. It's like <laughs> games where you're like, we were like, I don't know what I I'm don't doing know here. What I, was doing. I, I have to start all over yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. You know, that's always <laughs> funny to think about that. Yeah. So I can't do that anymore. When I was young, but Johnny, you, I could do that. But you do still, you do still rotate between. You've got a small hand, like three or four games that you kind of rotate between or whatever. But usually, no more than four, and that's fine. That's how you play. It, it, um. You usually just pick one game, but and you I get pick one, and I carry like it Minecraft is another example. Well, Minecraft is a never-ending game. Injustice there Two, no you end. were big into Injustice Two when it came yeah. out. No, I played. Injustice. You had seventy hours into that one. And that was yeah. that was a lot. Yeah, when I get into a game, I get re- really into it. Yeah, into it. Yeah. I want to unlock all the things. I want right. to find all the things. Um, I really enjoy um, Journey and Flower, uh, the game company. Yeah. Um, every all the products that they put out, uh, Double Fine Studios. I, I've loved everything that Double Fine has made. There's um, a game that just came out for Switch. I was think usually I I do a pretty good job of saying that's a brandy game. Yeah, right. Because yeah, I know do. what you like. <laughs> you you love puzzle solving. You love <laughs> intricate little things. You love platformers. Platformers. Yeah. There's a new game called Flipping Death, made by the people who made Stick It to the Man. Okay. And the whole idea is well, that. The whole uh, I will like it. You will like it. <laughs> so uh, that's it's my jam. Those people know what kind of game I like to play. I know you'll be but playing anyway, that. But yeah. anyway, um, as I was saying, like I I play the game to. I'm the type of gamer that I just I grind and I play the game to its completion, a hundred percent. So um, Fortnite is the only game I'm playing right now. I will on occasion go back and I'll play some some Minecraft. I'll always uh, that's like my my virtual Legos. I, I yeah. do that. But here's the thing: is I started mess even like uh there was a day that I went back and I played Minecraft for probably five or six hours. Um, is the day that I had the day off, and then I uh later on that evening or maybe it was the next day. I switched over and I went to go play Fortnite and I was doing I was hitting the wrong buttons. Um it which which is funny because when I first started playing the Minecraft, I was hitting the Fortnite buttons and then I eventually retrained my brain like no you're playing Minecraft, you need to hit these buttons. Yeah. And then sure enough and I only played Minecraft for probably 5 or 6 hours, but that only. was all that <laughs> was <laughs> only. Yeah. But that was enough time uh of playing it uh, uh that when I switched back over to Fortnite, then I was screwing myself up and I was hitting the 
hitting Minecraft yeah. combos or whatever you want to call it, you know, the double tap to fly and stuff like that. I was doing that. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, and, and I do that. Uh, that's just kind of how my brain works, so to speak. That muscle memory gets in there, um, and uh, it's really hard for me to kind of switch in between games mm -hmm. in that way. So, uh, if you're into Fortnite and you want to play Fortnite or, or uh, whatever, yeah, hit me up. Send me a message. Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, I'm ghosting, and maybe I'll be on, but you can't see me, but you can always send a message. Like John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> you can always still send uh, send a message uh, yeah. on, on Xbox Live, and if I'm on, and uh, yeah, if I'm if I'm up for it, then yeah, I'll, I'll play some Fortnite, sure. There you go. So definitely go uh, friend Brandy. Well, that's been another episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny <laughs> Deuce. Kind of wild, a little bit more on the track than it normally is. Usually <laughs> it's way off the rails when Deuce and Dave are on. Um, but yeah, so let us know what you think. You can send us an email, uh, at gmail.com. Don't forget to send us an email for Ask the Buck. We're going to be going back to the the um, retro game treasure uh, compound soon, so definitely yes. go check that out. Uh, and then we're on a lot of sources. Uh, you can find us uh, our podcast on Google Play Music. You can find us on the new Google Podcast uh, app. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, um, pretty much SoundCloud, you know, all the main places you get podcasts. And then we also have an RSS feed, so if we're not on your your podcast app that you use, just uh, copy and paste the RSS feed, and you can get it right into your your uh, podcast service of choice. So, As well as we're on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show, Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. And then when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you want to put in your social media. Hashtag happy hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And of course, hashtag Deuce is on the loose. Later. Bye.